you know who had advised <laughs> to buy Kilman, you know. <laughs> welcome guys, welcome guys to another week of the Triple Cup show. A very big round of applause for those guys who went against Captain Haaland, man. To all those guys who never had Haaland for this week. That's for you, man. Uh, and then, today on the pod, man, I'm joined by my good friend, man, Manle Kane. Joseph, my G. What's up? What's up? How are you doing? Uh, I'm cool, man. How, how, how have your week been, man? My week has been great. Okay. As a podcast, we don't we don't advocate for kind of rape or uh, n- none of those, man. But as much as uh, you being a Manchester United fan of the house, uh, then seeing the situation with, with uh, Greenwood, what do you yeah. think as a fan or as a, as, as a Manchester United fan? I think he deserved a second chance. So whatever happened, happened. But uh, if you ask, he deserved that second chance. Is it the pressure from the social media or is is it like a team they never want? What do you think will be the reason why? Internationally, I think the brands are so harsh when it comes to gender abuse and all those sorts of abuses that are out there. But we are all humans and we all learn. I think uh, Greenwood des- deserved a second chance. Uh, coming from Manchester United, I think we were to show him mercy or show him at least uh, he's still young, he's still young. One of the news from Mount is being said that he'll be out for a while because of a injury. I think Casamiro Eriksson worked much better as compared to Casamiro Mount. What, what about you? When you watch how Manchester are playing right now, it's such a disappointment. And Mason, Mason came recently, but I don't think there was that chemistry in the team. So we better we are better off without him, sorry to say. <laughs> if you watch the game against the game against Arsenal against Crystal Palace, were Crystal Palace denied a chance or it, uh, Arsenal became was the better team uh, at that game? That is a straight denial of the penalty. Okay. Uh, without a doubt. Another thing, I think uh, also the referee himself, it was so harsh for him giving uh, Tomiaso the yellow card uh, being, and being uh, leading him to being subbed uh, with a red card. I don't know what was happening the, this weekend, uh, the previous weekend uh, with VAR and referees. I saw a lot of mistakes. I saw a lot of misjudgment. Everyone else saw it. I think we we need to review and we uh, we need to have strict policies when it comes to yellows and reds and the VAR system. I don't think VAR is working as what we expected it to work for this season. Uh, I agree with you, Daoud, uh, because VR is there to make better judgment when it comes to the match. But at this point, it's more of a disadvantage than a dis- than an advantage. Uh, what do you think about uh, on the weekend? Yeah. Man like Salah, being denied a penalty, it went outside. Joe Pedro also, we know him. He, he will score. He scored the first time a penalty also. It went out. Enzo Fernandez also for the first time, he lost his penalty. What do you think, man? Now, like that, some teams will do have uh, to change the guys who do the penalties or uh, that will not affect normal penalty takers. Also, when you check on the other game, like uh, we know Saka is the one who takes penalty for Arsenal. Then we saw Matikan uh, Odegaard. Yeah, and then on the other game, we know Watkins is the one who takes the penalty and then also it happened. I don't think, I don't know. Let me, let me speak for Arsenal because uh, that's the information that I have. Okay. When Ateta was, uh, if he changed the penalty taker from uh, Saka to Odegaard, he said no. It was a decision that was made on the pitch uh, between the players. Uh, I'll cut you short on that. Do you, yes. do you think Ateta never yes. knew uh, Odegaard was the one to take the call? Because that was the question I was saying online. Uh, guys asking out, uh, how comes Ateta did not know? Sometimes players are, let me say, they're hard-headed. So uh, if a player insists, I think you should give it to, they, they give it to each other. But I don't know what's going on through the penalties, but I know somebody like Watkins, the penalties are no longer with him. Okay, it's confirmed? Yes. 
I, I think it's Douglas who will be taking the yeah, penalties. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, okay. Yes. Uh, do you think that will change how you now you as you set your players to have on the team? Do you think uh, now you'll try to f- uh, see more of Odegaard taking the penalty uh, than Saka? Now making you lean more to Odegaard or making you lean more to Douglas more than you lean on to Watkins because they're not that one penalty taker. I think uh, when we are picking out players, some of the players we take we pick them because they have that penalty advantage. And if a player has is no longer taking penalties the advantage is not there so it's easier to move him or move him uh, on and pick another player uh, so the, the, uh, the, the key word the key word for the fantasy guy this week it was Haaland did flop for the week for the first time or for the we know him sometimes he does that so do you think Haaland uh, him not giving us the points uh, FPL points that as a player he did play well uh, we know that but do you think uh, the absence of uh, the likes of KDB Mahrez Gundogan do you think the lack of those guys is it's what interfering that we are not getting the maximum points that you used to get from Haaland uh, from the last season if you look at Manchester City's fixtures I think the game they played was the hardest between I think the eight week fixtures even if we brought in Haaland to score points I don't think he's that he's that amazing he'll give us return week in week out there are game weeks that he will miss out and we just need to be patient with our with our players okay with our assets everybody who play fantasy Premier, the average points for this week it was 54 points some of us got above that and some of us are wow, wow, unlucky enough to be below that man and then for the guys man for all of us guys who are asking how can we join your mini league so the our mini league is triple cup mini league uh, and the code to join our mini league is ug 3 ug 3 man so there we can come compete with us man and then let's see let's see how the the pot goes man yeah 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 so man, very uh, competitively I, I i don't i don't think it's that much competitive yet it's easier to say when you're in top of the league <laughs> it's very easy for you to say that <laughs> so uh guys when guys you're on top of Yes. It's so easy. Okay, I never knew that. What are you guys so that you can try to keep up with the competition on the mini league, man? I don't, I don't know. What, what's the plan? The season. Uh, let me, let me by, start by saying the season is still early. Uh, five, five points different could take you from one million to like half a million. Uh, the points are very closely packed. So you could think that you're on top of the league, but game week four or five, when up, it approaches, table stand. Okay, let's see. Let's see. I, I, I'm in for it. I, I said this week, I'm not going with everything that everybody's doing. And that, that was the first thing I did. And I said last week, I'm not complaining Haaland for this week, for anybody who listened to the pod last week. And that's what I never did. Uh, unfortunately, I went for Saka, yes. Salah, which he never gave me the points that I, uh, I wish he gave me. If he never missed the penalty, I think he would have scored even bonus point yeah. system and that could have landed around 20 points. Okay, so, so I'm saying it's, yeah. it's, it's it's okay sometimes to move on. So uh, as we move on to our fantasy game, man, uh, so this week I'm planning to see because as of now we know which teams we have seen, like uh, teams like Chelsea, they have played like two three games already. We have seen the players, how they play, uh, who we need to have in the team. Team like uh, we know we know some injuries news who are in and out and then we have seen some guys who have come uh, from other leagues and how they are doing performing now I think now is the right time to start figuring how creating a team that you don't need to have to change the team for like for the kind of like 5-4 five, 5 games or even 10 games as of now before I go for the for the long winter break on my side I'm thinking as 
which are the guys who have like five fixtures which are much better so i can bring him to my team i don't know from your side or angle how, how do you look when you try to bring the asset my biggest concern when when i'm bringing in assets is minutes i don't want to have that headache that my player played 20 minutes the next game they played 15 minutes and then i look at the performance of the player are you are you a, uh, if you're a defender are you a player that will give me points even if you don't have clean sheet and such stuff so there are, there are so many factors that i look up so starting up it was a game against nottingham forest against sheffield united where the game was so good man uh it was i think the that was the best game of the weekend starting on friday where guys where we said guys like awoni guys like gibbs uh gibbs like wood elenga also so looking at that team even though the scores was two we was in favor of two uh two one for forest uh, do you think forest as a team now as what we say they played against sheffield sheffield never played this is the thing it's not that sheffield never played well was the game wanted until uh, the game pushed until the last minute that's when they got the goal so looking at those assets what are the most assets that you think we should figure out uh, how to bring to a team from maybe nottingham forest or uh, one one or two from sheffield united what are the assets that you think it's a must now uh, if you have a chance to bring them in your team you should have i think uh, the player that i, sp- I spotted was awoni Okay. The price bracket of Awoni is very very inviting, but uh the position that he plays is very very competitive. We have so many players around that uh price bracket that he plays. Uh so he's a player to put on my watch uh watch list, but uh, I'll still put put an eye on him. Okay, on the defense side, uh guys said uh, I I I don't know how things do happen. I saw somebody who captained a uh, triple captain uh, Orea from uh, Nottingham Forest the defender Do you think he's a person we should go to him or is just because it's a one one kind of a thing uh, that happens once in a while in FPL we have seen it before uh, how will I put this I think the best thing about FPL is that you can spot a player and actually if you look at the numbers and how you the players playing you can know you can easily predict future game weeks Aurea is a very good player we've seen him a lot in the FPL in different uh, teams I think he's a very very key player if you, you we need to watch uh, Nottingham for at least two more game weeks and they will tell you they will show you where you, you should head with their okay. assets okay uh, somebody like uh, Gibbs White do you think yes this is it because that we don't have a space to accommodate him on our midfield or is it like uh, he's not that well enough to be on our midfield the midfield is the most competitive uh, position in 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 our FPL teams we are very very sensitive when it comes to who to bring into in our midfield and uh, i think gibbs four five game weeks later we will consider him but right now i think with the fixtures that are coming i think they are playing man united then chelsea burnley is not an easy game then man city brentford uh, those are very difficult fixtures and in our mid we need players that are giving us assets that's where we invest a lot of our money in Okay talking about investing where our money is man I don't know who has this price bracket same as Mbwemo on the same bracket on the game on the weekend they do played against Fulham where he scored a penalty and scored another goal man uh, giving you I think 18 points man and then uh, somebody like Awisa also what do you think is the right option when we do want to attack these guys from Brentford because we have seen it without like the uh Tony not being there maybe they may be sh- uh, a little bit of a shake up Raya not being there maybe there will be a, another shake up kind of from the defense but still as a team Brentford I think is playing still much better than what we expected and and Mbwemo has been ex- 
extraordinary this season. Uh, they've only played two games and their returns have been high. Wisa is another player that last game week, the first game week and the second game week, uh, he gave us points. Uh, they are two very interesting individuals. For anyone who had Wisa on Buemo, I think uh, that was top uh, points that they received. Uh, and their fixtures are also inviting uh, the next five fixtures. Apart from Newcastle, they have very nice fixtures. So they are players that you can bring in. Their price are good. Uh, they are players you can invest in. And then later on, you can easily move them al- uh, along. Do you think do you, do you think it's, it's not a wise move or it's a wise move to bring them now after what we saw they have done for the last two weeks? Is it like a trap or is it like uh, it's something that can happen and uh, we might, we, it's like a dance we everybody need to to, to, to to sing along it or like a song or is it a trap for you to bring them right now because of the two game weeks which they have given us much points that we never thought it's very annoying not to bring them in uh, if you look at the FPL most transferred in players Mbwemo are, and Wisa are on top of that list Mbwemo has 855,000 managers who brought them uh, brought brought him in so I think it's very annoying not to bring them in after what they have proved that. Do you think to, that uh, to, okay? Do you think is it because that Mwemo still gives you the he has he's the one taking the penalties? Yes, yes. We needed a player that uh, is minute guaranteed and uh, preseason showed like uh, that advantage of having him. And uh, when we brought in Mwemo, Mwemo proved us, and he's a player that I think will be will cost trouble the whole season. So the price bracket and the performance is what is very inviting to FPL managers. Okay, when you talk about performance, uh, somebody else is uh, Dego Jota from uh, Liverpool. At the weekend, it was uh, a game Liverpool against Bournemouth, where Liverpool did uh, win a 3-1, even though there were 10 men in the pitch. Uh, do you think uh, Jota is somebody who guys have not given him much look, uh, but he, him and Diaz, do you think they are those guys that we need to have them in their team, even though uh, we have somebody like Asala, but his price bracket is so high, while well, you're saying uh, when you go to the midfield, you need to have somebody whose price bracket is a bit better to accommodate in your team. Do you think watching that game, if you watch that game, Liverpool against Bromoth, even though the other game they played against Chelsea, it was a batch, it was not that much like a good game on their side. But if you watch them playing 10 men in the pitch against uh, Bournemouth, which was not like a, uh, an easy game for them, do you think it changed your perspective when you want to attack those assets from Liverpool? Uh, the likes of Salah, the likes of Alexander Trent, or what is the option now where you're taking uh, when you want to take the Liverpool assets uh, to your team? If you need uh, a Liverpool player and uh, Salah is too expensive, Jota is the best option. He's 8 million in the FPL market and he's giving the threats that Salah also is giving. So if you need to spread out your finances throughout your team, I think Jota is the best option in the Liverpool lineup. Okay, uh, on that option, man, if somebody uh, knows how to flex, man, the goal from Luis uh, Diaz for Luis Diaz, man, what a flex can that be, man? <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't know. I think Liverpool are still not yet where we want them to be. Bournemouth was a team that uh, we expected too much from Liverpool. As much as they are showcasing what they can do, we need them to prove even more. So I think Diaz, uh, I would call Diaz 
Diaz, uh, if you brought in Diaz, I think that's a major reaction. Okay. Uh, another thing, I saw, uh, I've seen it much more on the on the social media. Guys are now moving out from Alexander Trent. Is it is it a move that we anticipated it will happen because there's some guys 4.5, 5.0 or 6, uh, the likes of Esther, Estopina from Brighton. Is it a move we'll see because uh, guys now are trying to move out from these highly pressed tag players and there we can get a much more or same results from uh, guys who are like 4.5 and 5.5 kind of a move uh, defenders. Do you think do you think that's the real thing or is it like it's Liverpool by itself? Uh, now guys have noticed they're not giving you the returns that you expected them to give you. I think it's both because if you look at the price bracket that Alexander is coming in and the returns that he's giving, he's too he's too expensive and giving two low points that you that he 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 doesn't deserve to be there. So uh, and we are all struggling with the price brackets of players. We need assets and the only thing that is limit, limiting us is uh, the finances that we have. So a player like Alexander, two seasons, three seasons ago, I would have easily bought him for the same uh, for the same price tag. But this season, I think, like I said, I don't think Liverpool are yet where we want them to be. Okay, when man. they start proving, we'll all be in that boat. Okay, man. Another guys, man, it's like guys like Solanke. Man, Bournemouth as a team, I don't, I, I, I never knew there's somebody like Semenyo. Uh, if you watch that game, I think he has more threats. I think if you have a chance to put them on your whitelist, to watch them like two more, two or three games when the fixtures are much better, I think they could be the best thing to, uh, like the best other option to move on uh, from Bournemouth. What's your option on those two or three other different guys from Bournemouth? If you have seen their kind of game. On the town, Lisa Lanky, I think even the goalkeeper, Neto, Neto? Uh, I think has the, yes, Neto has 12 points for two game weeks. I think that's, that's very nice. He... He even surpasses uh, Everton's keeper and other keepers, and his price point is very nice. Like you said, we need to watch out for Bournemouth. Uh, they performed very well against Liverpool. Their players also are proving to be the same as Brentford players. Man, talking about team that is performing so well, man, it's Brighton. For the second time of the game, they did score another four goals in the weekend. They did play against Wolves. Uh, the game it was four-one, man. <sighs> what can I say, man? If you never had much, I don't know what to tell you. If you didn't have Mituma, I don't know what to tell you. If you didn't have Estupina, I don't want to tell you. And if you never had Ensinso, man, it's so hard, man, when you talk about, is there a way we can have like four players from Brighton or five or six from Brighton? That's a no. Uh, we need to have a limit of three. Okay. Uh, we don't have we don't want to have more players from one team, all of them. Um, one of those managers who didn't have uh, uh, Brighton players. But it's worrying. I didn't, the, the only player I had from Brighton was Estupina. Pina and he gave me good points and in fact he's the only defender who gave me good returns okay the other ones so are just uh loss do you, do you think yes do you think going forward even though yeah. the fixtures for them i still for the fixtures for brighton it's not that good it's not that good and it's not that much bad uh do you think going forward it's a move that we'll see all managers doing as of this week last season they were amazing and this season they are proving to be even more amazing i still want to watch their game against newcastle if they play very well in that game, I'll know they are not only they are they are fixture proof, and I think I will invest a triple Brighton after that game. Okay. But for now, I am still limited on my transfers, and I I'm still watching on the structure of the team that I put up on. But uh, if you have much, if you have Mitoma, 
I would advise to keep hold of them. Okay, man. I, I think it's the high time. If I don't go for much, I think I'll go for NCCO. Because already I do have my two Mondays, two men on my team, man. Uh, for the last two game weeks, they gave me the points I needed. So I'm, I'm good on that. And I'm still thinking, uh, it's like I do have a space for one. I'm just giving guys from Manchester United the last chance. If they were, if they don't perform this game week, I think I'm done. Uh, Brighton are much better assets-wise, man. Moving them to them. And then another team was Wolves. Even though I know they're not playing. Uh, we said uh, the game against Manchester United against uh, Wolves, it was not that Wolves uh, that better. It's only Manchester were a bit floppy a bit. Another thing, they played against Brighton, which they, they know what they're doing, man. And then it was four four goals from them from their side. But is this guy who came in uh, by Hing Chan. Uh, do you think you think he's a person that we need to watch out? Because except the whole team, I think Hing Chan was the only game when he came on the team. Uh, the game changed uh, all of a sudden. Wolves are how they're playing. They're playing as a team and they're very, very interesting. They're very, very uh, interesting team to watch. After the first game week, after they met with Brighton, though Brighton scored four goals, I think uh, Wolves did their best. Wolves are other players, have other players that we should put on our watch list. Okay. Uh, talking about those other players I should put on our watch list, who's the guy that you think uh, should, should, should be on our watch list? And for Kilman and, <laughs> and Tell. <laughs> you know who had advice <laughs> to buy Kilman, you know? <laughs> Unfortunately, he's not here to support yeah. him. So I'll, I'll leave it for now, yeah. for now. Yeah. Okay. Okay, it's nice, man. Uh, yeah. Another team which I've said it's Manchester United, man. It's uh, uh, they're giving me the negative vibes that I never expected. Playing against Spurs, being scored two goal. Uh, Licha, our own Martinez, uh, giving us an own goal, and then the other goal, which was it was much better. What do you think? Uh, is it Spurs? Then uh, is it that Spurs are now starting to play a much better game, or is Manchester this a problem in Manchester United? Uh, we are just playing bad. I don't know what uh, Rashford is doing as a first nine. I don't know the whole team. The mid. The mid is very weak. Is it the right time to move out Manchester United because of the two fixtures, which they never give us the points, or it's time that you, uh, it's like you need to give them like one or two more chances before you move out of the Manchester United? Because we know uh, somebody like Rashford, if he, he if he's fit and he's okay, man, he'll give us those points. Bruno, the same thing. Uh, do you think we need to give them like last one chance, or is it like it's uh, it's already done, man? There, there, there's an issue in that team. We, we don't need to have the assets on our team. I think we need to give them one, uh, one more chance. I If Rashford goes back to the position that he usually plays, I think he's a very good option. If Rashford goes back and plays on the wing that he plays and Bruno comes back to where he plays, he's not that deep. I think they're still good options, uh, but if they keep playing how they're playing, I think they're assets that we should look uh, to sell. Okay. Talking about assets that you need to sell or you need to bring on, man. There's something in Paz where it's much confusing, man. Uh, somebody like a there's a, there's an issue between Pedro Porro and Emerson Royal man. Both of them they do give us the points each week if if that guy is playing. Uh, looking at that team, another Odogi from uh, Spurs still. What is the option, man? Because I'm seeing Spurs defensive voice. It's like their guys they do give us much points, man. And then there's somebody like a Madison, even though we're not sure about the injury prone. It's like he has an injury or I'm not sure. And then the midfield we do have somebody like Asar. When you watch Spurs, man, as a team, do you think we should invest in those teams or uh, still we need to give them time? But we have seen they can if they get a team which is not yet fixed that much on how they're playing. It's a team that it can explode anytime now and then. Spaza, there are players that uh, are very are very good options from Spa. I think Udogi is one of them. Like you said, their, their defense is very nice, uh, has players who are giving returns. And if you're buying Pedro to 
you can rotate him, you can put him in your bench, and then when you need him to play, he will play, and they'll give you returns again. Madison is also a very good option, but I don't know if he'll play this weekend, and his price point is 7.6. So if you need if you need to swap from maybe Arsenal players or you want to sell Rashford, you can always go to Spurs uh, Madison. Okay, talking about also Spurs, I think their goalkeeper, uh, what's the name for the new goalkeeper for Spurs? I think he's giving us also the match points that we never expected them to give. Cario is an asset that we never saw. We all invested in Onana and Pickford and now we are looking to swap uh, our goalkeepers. Okay. And if you have that trust, you can also, you can always go for Spurs uh, goalkeeper. Talking about another goalkeeper who has given us two clean sheets as of now, it's uh, Man City on a team uh, where we have Ederson uh, giving us the two clean sheets for the two games. So do you think uh, when you watch Man City, we have said uh, we, the, it's like they're not yet okay where on KDB's luck and he's not there. Uh, but do you think when you watch, uh, even though they, they, when they played against Newcastle, I think that was the best game for the weekend also, uh, apart from the Liverpool-Bournemouth also. Uh, do you think when you watch Man City, uh, the likes, do we see KDB being luck on that team or uh, it's just Newcastle were much better uh, than we expect? I think I think IKDB's uh, presence is being felt, but it's not that but that much. I think Man City are very very good. Is a very very good is a very very good team, and how they're playing is very effective. But if you want a player a defender from Man City that is guaranteed minutes, you can always go for Ederson. I think uh, me being one of them, we did have somebody like a Stones, and then for the like uh, two three games he's not playing. What do you think is is it an, is it a good option? to swap from one Man City defender to another Man City defender living on the goal here this one. Do you think it's the right option moving to an Aki or an Akanji or moving out from uh, what's, the, what's the other option that you can do if you want to have the Man City defensive points from them if you add stones on your team? The biggest risk with Man City players is minutes again. These two game weeks uh, Ederson, uh, Kanji Walker, Rodrigo Foden and Alvarez are the players who have played 180 minutes and I w- though I wouldn't advise you should know what you're doing before you go for another Man City defense. The okay. only player I know that is guaranteed is Ederson. Okay, moving on to that one, man. Uh, on their midfield, man, Foden, I think he's the best. He has shown us he can give us the points, man. It's only that KDB, it's only that Haaland, sorry, uh, never capitalized the chances that uh, Foden did uh, provide on the, on the mid, on the, on the game, on the weekend. If you want to swap maybe from a Rashford or from a Bruno, Foden is another person you should go to uh, from uh, Man City as a team or no? Foden, Foden has proved himself and he's bringing in points. He's playing very nice. Uh, the fixtures are nice. His price point is very easy for you to switch from, uh, let's say, uh, Bruno or Rashford. Though so the risk, Pep is Pep. He will always be Pep. So you could bring in Foden and he's, be, he's benched for like two game weeks. Okay. Do you think the lack of uh, KDB has now given us the chance that we do see Alvarez and uh, Alan do play at the same time on the pitch? Do you think an Alvarez also is another thing that should have? Maybe he's a person who should have on the weekend because he's the guy who gave us the points uh, from the Man City team. It's a very easy option to swap to Alvarez. Okay. Talking to another team, it's Isaac. Uh, uh, moving on to another, it's uh, Newcastle where we have likes of Botman, 
Isak Ban prepare. I I I don't know what to do, man, with uh, Newcastle as an asset, man, because we saw Botman did that. Uh, even though he's a 5.4, even though the, like two more fixtures are not that good for uh, Newcastle as a team. But do you think having a Botman instead of going for somebody like a Trippier that we know he's much much better, and also somebody like a Ban in the midfield? Uh, do you think when you look at those Newcastle assets uh, and how, comparing to how they did play against Man City, do you think is another option that we may try to put, even though we knew them for uh, their best in defensive? Uh, kind of the vibe. Do you think also attacking wise, uh, it's just, it's the right time still to go on with the Newcastle assets? The next three fixtures are, are very very hard for uh, for Newcastle. Though they've been playing very well, and when it comes to the defense, I think Ban Botman is a very good option. Ban is a very good option. Shah is a very good option, but they don't give you that attacking threat like. Trippier does. So that's what you play paying uh the one million or one point five million uh oh. on top of Okay, what? For, for, yes. for the likes of Botman, he's 4.5. And then somebody like Ripia, he gives you, he's a 6.0. Do you think I can, like I've seen, I can get much point from Shar, also like in the case 5. And still, he's giving you the same points with uh, Trippier. Uh, but somebody like a Botman, do you think you may try to lose those attacking threats, but uh, getting those uh, clean sheet is much better than uh, having none on your team? If you're going for the clean sheet, uh, totally, if you're going for only clean sheet, I think Botman and Ban are very good price bracket. Okay. Uh, uh, moving on yes. to another team, it's Aston Villa, man. I think it's another team that we are not just sure what we want to do about it. Because as before we said before, we knew somebody like White King is the post on we want to go to Villa because of him for the penalty threat that he has. But now we have seen Douglas is the one taking the penalty. Then we have somebody like a Bailey where nobody or only some few guys do have them on the team. Uh, what's the what is the now vibe are you getting from Villa as a team? Even though Everton did play a bit trash, if I may say, they're not that good. But still, Aston Villa as a team, they are. They've shown us that they have more assets that we can go to them, even though we don't have that space still yet to have them on our team. What's the option on you? See the Villa, how they're playing and how you want to attack the assets. I think it was game week one that you mentioned Bailey and you asked about why we are not bringing in Bailey as an asset. Now we see the point that you are putting across. And I think uh, this is the season where we break uh, from assets who are expensive, thinking that they will give us a lot of points because they are sold very expensively. Okay. Bailey is only 5.5 and how he played the points that he's putting across is very, very interesting. We, we are almost tempted to sell Salah for Bailey and somebody like Pau, Douglas, Douglas is on penalty, uh, McGinn, uh, Martinez. I don't know. I think we have so many, so much option this season. I think the difference between teams should be very, very big. Do you think, uh, as of now, I've seen Villa as a team, I think it's a team that you can take one or two from them and run, uh, you can run with them and they'll still guarantee you to give the points. Is it a move that now we should anticipate to make or we, we should just give them a chance and see them on our watch list before we try to bring them in our teams? I think we should give them uh, that uh, chance. The only thing that we are lacking is the confidence. And I think the confidence is from the price bracket that is that they are being sold uh, an asset like Bailey, if his price bracket was seven, seven to seven point five or eight, I think we all would put him as a consideration. But just because he's five point five, you feel like uh, you can't, you can easily bench him for somebody like Mitoma, but uh, Mitoma or Saka or 
any other player in the mid. But uh, compared to Rashford, Bailey right now is giving very good options. Okay. And the fixture run, I think game week 14, yeah. they, are, they have very nice fixture run. So I think he's long term and he's... He's proving himself. I think he's a very, very good consideration. Okay, man. Moving to another team, it's uh, it was uh, Chelsea. Hey, after game week <laughs> one, Disassi doing what he does. Tuel did what he does. Everybody did the move. Bring Disassi in. Bring Tuel in. Guess what? Some did, man. Give them three one with ten men on the pitch, man. What kind of a way can you explain that move? Or is it is it the thing that we have said before? Never jump a player because of only one game week. We have seen them playing, or I don't know what the managers. Uh, what was the thinking? And I was happy because um, I don't have anything wrong with Chelsea players, but I don't like Chelsea when they're playing. <laughs> I like them being beaten. They did affect most guys points wise because I know somebody from our pod. He did have Chuel and Disasi. Disasi giving him zero and Chuel giving him one point, man. So do you think having that on mind, still do we need to go to those assets from Chelsea or I I don't know what, what's the next thing? But because if you check the next fixture, six or six fixtures from Chelsea, uh, they are much inviting to have those assets or not. The reasons why we all went into for Chelsea players is because of the preseason games. Uh, they played very well, and then the first the first game they played very well. We all thought that the season this season Chelsea will play very well. Forgetting very well that this is EPL and it's very, very competitive. Any team can beat any team. But that doesn't mean to be discouraged. Uh, They have these three game weeks. They have very nice fixtures. And if you have Disassi or Chilwell, I'd advise that you hold them and just watch them. Uh, Do you think Chelsea, they still have much, much more guys on that team that they can give us points? It's only that they have not clicked that much or the fixtures are not that much good on their side. I think uh, Chelsea is a team to watch out for. It's not a team to go all in. You could invest two players. If you still have players from Chelsea, hold them. But if you don't have, I think give give them time to know which direction they're going. Okay, talking about uh, if you don't know or if you don't have them, it's what pros from West Ham. Are you going for him or are you not? Currently, um, I, I have so many holes to fill my team. So I'm waiting for for each and every transfer that I have. I already know what I should do. I'm not upgrading players. I'm just removing players that are not playing. So for now, what pros is on my watch list. Man, you know what pros, man. If he has a chance with a free kick, you know you know it's going in. He's Yes. Why are you not making that move? Because uh, Game Week 1, Stones, Gabriel. I still have Stones. I still have Gabriel. I wanted to move on Joe Pedro. I, I still have players to change. Okay. Pickford is still in my team. He has been very, very disappointing. I need to move him on. Uh, so I'm not focused on new players and uh, players that are uh, bringing in uh, lots of points. As long as you're in my team and you're bringing in points and you're playing, yeah. I'm good with you for now. Okay. Uh, I need to move those players that are not giving me points and not playing. Talking about not playing, not giving you points, man. I've had enough of Gabriel Mangalesh, man. I was like, okay, Timba has an injury. Now, here we go, Martin Mangalesh to play. Get bench, come in, give me one point also, and had somebody on the bench who could give me seven points. And he give me another clean one point for the game week two. Do you think, should we just 
Lelo a bit and give Mangalech a chance or enough is enough we need to gear him out from our team for me I'm tired for me I'm tired I can't start the season like this I needed all my players to be playing whether on the bench or not so if you're not playing uh, more than 60 minutes I need to bring in a player we have so many options like we have discussed uh, that uh, of players that play give you good points. You had Pau, Pau gave you six points, a very good six points. And here is a player that cost uh, an arm and a leg and is giving you one point. I don't need those kind of players. Okay. So talking about Arsenal players, man, Saka never give us the points on the weekend. Uh, somebody like Anketia, he did, did what he does when he has a chance. And uh, unfortunately, the points went with Odegaard who scored the penalty. Talking about those guys, uh, Arsenal, uh, you know Arsenal, from last season we have known Arsenal assets. If you do have an Odegaard, it's a chance. If you do have a Saka, also it's a good thing. If you also now see if you have a Saliba, still he's giving you the points or Ravdal at the back. But now there's an issue. I was do I was checking the statistics online. Uh, guys are saying there's an option where Ravdal can be benched and Raya comes in because if you watch the statistics, Raya do have much better saves, much better con- ball contribution as compared to Ravdal. Do you think it's a war if somebody has Ramsdale in his team or uh, Raya still uh, he cannot? take that chance uh, denying uh, somebody like uh, uh, Ramsdale the minutes from the team. For now, goalkeeper transfers is not unless you really, really need. We have Tana or Ariola on a, as a second uh, goalkeeper. And Ariola this this last game week he gave 10 points. 10 points, so man. He was on my bench. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think you need to worry about that. If you have Ramsdale, you can put him on your bench and wait for that wild card or the right time to transfer him out. Okay. Uh, Raya is 4.9. Yes. I don't think it's an issue that you need to fix it right away. Uh, looking at the fixtures, do you think we do have the chance of getting a clean sheet, another clean sheet from Arsenal? Or it's not the right time to go for their defensive uh, uh, assets? I think they have a very fair fixture. And they have been uh, amazing last season and this season. So uh, if you have the players, you hold on to them. If your players are playing more than 60 minutes, you, you're good. Talking about the players who are good, man. Zaha being denied a penalty. No, Eze being denied a penalty uh, against against Crystal Palace. The way after that thing happened, I saw where Arsenal played like seven, was it seven defenders uh, from a game? Yes. <laughs> what is that, man? Even though you are you, you have one uh, goal to attack, how, how can you bring how can you bring pure defenders on the game, man? Even though if if it's a bus, I don't I don't care, man. It's something that I've not seen from uh, Ateta. I, Ateta has always played uh, attacking game, and I saw him sub off like uh, almost uh, every attacker that he has for a defender. And I was like, "What is he doing?" But it was very, very interesting to see. He was he wanted to, he really, really, really wanted that win, and that's what he went for. If you saw that, do you think Crystal Palace assets somebody like an AU, somebody like an Eze, somebody like a Mitch? If you watch Michel on the back, man, even though he was a defender, I think I have a chance to give you those points attacking-wise. Looking at that, how they play, man, do you think Crystal Palace assets-wise, if they can make Arteta, which we have never seen him doing it, uh, bringing, removing attacking, bringing defenders to try to close out the gaps, do you think Crystal Palace, they do have that threat that if, uh, if, a, if a manager can make that move, is, do you think assets that you should have on your teams from Crystal Palace? It's a must. I've had as a since the beginning of the season, and every time I watch Eze, I'm on my toes. Like he's almost scoring all 
or, or almost giving an assist. And it's very thrilling to see Crystal Palace. And if you have Ayu, I think he was disappointing last game week. But I think we should hold on. I don't think, I don't see myself selling as it though he went down on price. I don't see him, see myself selling him anytime soon. Okay, defensive wise, do you think uh, there's still somebody like a Guehi and still some, well, I said Michel, do you think those are other option if you do have guys? who are still not giving you, if you're not going for that attacking threat uh, from the defender-wise, do you think also those two guys, uh, they are guys you should have a look and maybe try to see if you can fix them on your team? But uh, defensive-wise, it's you're, you're, you're okay with what you have. Yes, they are, they are very, their price price bracket is very nice. There's Anderson, Mitchell, there's Johnstone, uh, the goalkeeper, there's Gehi and Ward. I think uh, Crystal Palace are very good options when it comes to players that you can rotate uh, from your bench into your team anytime. Uh, so as you went off, man, it's, uh, yes. uh, I, I, I was just like, uh, there's some assets that we think, I think we should, it's time we sell them, man. Or, should I give them uh, the last uh, chance? Somebody like Rashford is one of person on my mind. Do you think Rashford, he needs that one chance that we said, or if he doesn't perform after that one chance that we said to give him, do you need we should sell him or no? I think we should give, uh, if you have Rashford, if you have Bruno, I think you should give them one, one more game week. And if they still perform the way they performed, it's time to move them on. But uh, you could sell him this uh, this game. And then in the weekend, you see him score two, three goals and it will be your loss. I, but for now, I think you should hold I, on to yeah. Manchester assets. Okay, I saw one statistic. Uh, last season also, game week one, Rashford blank. Game week two, Rashford blank. Game week three, he gave us the points. So I'm still holding him that because of that thing that I saw online then. Yes. Another team, man, it's Liverpool. Well, we have Gakpo and Nunes. What do you think about these two guys, man? I think we have better assets in the position they are playing. There are so many options with very good price. I think you should move them on. Okay. Uh, another team, man, it's uh, somebody like an Enzo. What what, what do you think? Uh, if you have him in, in his team, should you hold him or should you sell him if you still have him? That depends. Do you have uh, another agency in your team? If you don't have, then it, well and good. Move, uh, move him on along. Okay. Uh, so uh, as we went up for the team, man, it's uh, where we everybody, if you do the right thing, man, uh, you do get the points, man. It's uh, the captain. For this week, Chelsea are playing against Luton City, man. The first game week we saw, Luton are not that easy as we guys think they should be an easy team. Do you think you, you have a chance to have uh, a Chelsea as a captain or you should go for somebody like a Morris from uh, Luton as your captain for this week? Let me start by saying uh, those people who went with Salah took a leap and it paid off. It didn't pay off as much as uh, we expected, but it paid off. So if your gut tells you to go with whoever player from whatever team they're playing, you go with them. So Chilwell is a very good option. Gallagher, I'm not sure, but Chilwell, I'd, I'd pick Chilwell in, mm. in that fixture. Okay, for this week, I know, for definitely, Man City, they do play against, uh, I think, Sheffield, yeah? Yeah, Sheffield United. I know everybody will yeah. go for the Haaland as yes. a captain, me being one of them. What's about you? Me too, Haaland all the way. <laughs> okay, going on the fixtures, man. Bournemouth against Spurs, what do you think about that game? Bournemouth Spurs, Spurs 1-0. Okay, Arsenal against Fulham, what do you think? At Fulham, I think it's like a slide. Anybody can pass against them. I think Arsenal have it on this game. Yes, yes. Three and above. Okay. Brentford against Crystal Palace. What do you think about that game? That's a very interesting game. Maybe a 1-1. One, one. Okay. Another worst game on the weekend. Everton against Wolves. What do you think? Wolves 1-0. Uh, for me, I think uh, a draw or Everton can win this. Wolves, uh, they're not giving me that point. Uh, another thing. 
Uh, Manchester United against Nottingham Forest. Do you think Elenga can come and bite us back or Manchester can do what they do best because we do play at home? I think this is the game week that Manchester wakes up. Say 2-0. Okay. Brighton against West Ham? Brighton 1-0. Okay. Burnley against Aston Villa? Aston Villa... 2-1. Let okay. me say 2-1. Okay. Can, do you think uh, somebody like a Diaby, we still do have to have him on our team or no on this game week? If you don't have him, maybe you can give us that chance? Yeah, if you don't watch him, watch him for this game week and then decide. Okay, we have said Man City against Sheffield. Uh, definitely Holland will do it. Uh, Newcastle against Liverpool. Yes. That's the best game of the weekend, man. Uh, what do you think about that game? I think it's it's it going to be a hard one. It is a very, very hard one. I don't... Uh, I don't know. It is the game that... I'm blank. I don't know who will win that game. Okay. It's a game that we all want to watch. Do you think you can bring Harvey Barnes for that week or Isaac to give you the points or Callum Wilson or uh, Salah Jota, Luis Diaz? Uh, they will do the thing for you on that weekend. No, 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 no. You stay off that game. Uh, wait for the next game week. Okay, man. Okay, man. It's been great, man, having you on the pod, man. Uh, big thanks, big thanks, big thanks, man. Thank you for having me. Okay. Uh, it's been wonderful. Okay, man. Yes. Uh, till next week, man. Uh, same place, same time. Uh, and I've said before, if you haven't joined us on our mini league, man, the Triple Cup mini league, man, is very competitive, man. As, and, until now, I'm, I'm I'm leading, but with a very narrow margin. So guys can catch up with me. If you want to compete in our mini league, uh, the code for our mini league is UG3WRL, man. You can join us there, compete with us, man. It's, it's thanks, man. Uh, big big shout out, big shout out to all those guys who give us comments on the. If you do drop the answers to the question that I do drop on the on the Spotify app, man. Big thanks, big thanks, man. We do see them. We appreciate it, man. All those guys who do share the links, man. Still, uh, we are grateful for that, man. And up till now, man, uh, it's uh, it's been great, man. Till next week, Kwaheri. Okay, bye, man. Kwaheri.